let's face it, I'm not going to stop treating myself anytime soon, and neither should you. But what I should stop doing is paying for me time with whatever random credit card is in my wallet. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side by side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times the points on your spending. So what could future you do with better rewards? Honey, is it like a gorgeous free flight that you would have had to have paid for, but honey, you're saving that flight money? Is it a gorgeous room upgrade? Is it like a gorgeous like two-bedroom suite instead of a one-bedroom suite so your like in-laws or like your friend could stay over there in that room so you don't have to like hear them doing whatever with what they're doing in your your guys' room? Is it like really adulting? Oh, I love adulting. And you know what else I love? is not waiting to make smart financial decisions. I also love paying my credit cards off in full every month because like, yes, good credit. So let's like do try to do that and like making responsible decisions, which we love. Um, But anyway, don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Nerdwallet, finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Getting Curious. I'm Jonathan Van Ness, and every week I sit down for a 30-minute conversation with a brilliant expert to learn all about something that makes me curious. This week, we have none other than gorgeous, tan, France, star of Queer Eyes Netflix, fashion guru, cannot wait to chat. Well, you guys, hold on to your blue, violet, shimmer light shampoo, because I've got someone here who likes to use it a lot. (laughs) Um, I'm just kidding. If you could tell who that gorgeous, cute little baby laugh is, if you guessed someone whose name is Fran, Fran, <laughs> Fran Taftar, France, France, Tanny's here. You guys. Hi, everyone. Hi, Jackie. So- it's okay. You can say it. <gasps> Yay. Oh, my gosh. Can we talk about that real quick? Um, no. Okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> Jonathan Van Ness. It shows how much I know about my boy. So Jonathan Van Ness used to go by the name Jack when he was at school. And I didn't know this until like six months ago when we were filming. And one of his friends was on the phone. And she kept saying Jack. I was like, who the heck is she talking about? Afterwards, I questioned it. And he said, when I was at school, I go by Jack. My nickname has been Jack my whole life. And so I asked if I could start calling him Jackie. He said, yes but only in private. And now it's not private anymore. Yeah. But um, I won't know who you're talking to and I won't like it. And it's not a term of endearment unless you're my mom or Tan. Yeah. So 
if you do it, I probably won't like you very much. Yeah, do not do that. That's not appropriate. Only I can say that. Well, I mean, it doesn't really, like, bother me. I just, like, won't like you, and I'll never take a selfie with you. So it's, like, your call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's mine. That's yeah, yours. that's ours. <laughs> um, well, you know, Tan, so every um, episode of Getting Curious is a question. And um, so far, you know, it's, like, it's kind of, you know, who are you? I mean, who is Tanny Benny? That's guy. I'm, I'm doing one with, um, you know, the boys. Yeah. And it's kind of been, like, you know, who are who are you? Oh, gosh, that's a tough question. Who am I? Well, I mean, we can get there together. Like, you don't have to, like, that's like, okay, that was a great. really treacherous, that. That was a really okay. treacherous <laughs> open-ended question. Uh, okay, good. Um, well, I guess one question I have for you that we could start with is a question about me. Oh, love. Which always. is, um, what is what is the first thing that you thought when you met me? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so honestly, the first time I met If it's not that I was, like, gorgeous and attractive or I, something I, along those lines, I'm going to be so you offended. Were gorgeous. No, I obviously thought and you were gorgeous. And something to the effect of, like, if I hadn't already been married, like, it like really took my you breath away. You would have been the person I would... Yeah. I, 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 so when... I, okay, you've actually taken all of my words out of my mouth. So when I first met you, I thought, gosh, she's attractive. Second did you thing. really? Yeah, I no. really did think you were beautiful. I really? really? Think you were beautiful. Yeah, no, no, I truly did. Um, I thought you were beautiful. <laughs> no, I really did. Second thing I thought was, if my husband, God forbid, ever dies, I found my replacement for him. I would keep you safe. If anything uh, ever yeah, happened you to you're a lot bigger than I am. You're a lot taller than I am. So but I want you guys to do me together. But that's probably against your religion. I mean, Rob is kind of Mormony. We are yeah. allowed more than one partner. So, uh, oh, yeah. Actually, both of us were allowed more than one partner. In the day. Or yeah. no, even now. For my community, we can still have more than one partner. So you never know. Is that. Well, I mean, a lot of people. Well, actually, I think that's like actually kind of a cute time to talk about Islamophobia and the Muslim yeah. faith. Yeah. Um, just go right there. Yeah. Um, but like, I think is polygamy a common misconception in the way that it is in the Church of Latter Day Saints? And I mean, to me, I would think that a lot of people that are living like a Muslim lifestyle in America are not polygamous. Yes, true. Okay. Let's talk about the Mormon thing first. Yeah. So in the LDS, so also the Mormon faith, I would think they're not. They're yeah. not. In fact, no. I know they're not. No, they're not. So you mentioned LDS. Uh, that means Last Day Saint Church. Jesus Christ. Wait, did I say Mormon? But I meant to say Muslim. Yes, you did. But it's okay. I want to talk about both. Both. But, but this gives an opportunity to talk about both. So uh, Mormons uh, are actually uh, people of the Jesus Christ Church of Last Day Saints. That's our official title. But most of us call them Mormons. Mormons uh, back in the day were allowed to have more than one wife. Mormon men were allowed to have more than one wife. However, that's no longer the case. That hasn't been the case for many years. So it's like decades. 1890 or something. I don't know the, uh, the I think dates. it's 1890. I'm going to yeah. Google it. I love but keep telling Google. me. Yeah, so that was uh, many, many years ago. That's not the case anymore. And people who do still have more than one wife, they are um, a different sect of, of that's the church. FLDS. FLDS, correct. Um, so no longer can Mormons have uh, more than one wife. However, in my religion, uh, Islam, we can have more than one wife. However, oh that, my God, you guys. You were right with the date? Fucking 1890. You are very, very smart. And then, and that was why they let it be a state because that's why they didn't want you to become a state because they weren't into the polygamy. But then, when they renounced it, they were a state by 1896. You know, you are. You've been getting curious for so long. You're not that curious anymore. You know everything. No, I'm super curious about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. You so, are but very in the, but so in the, where, so, whereas in my religion, we can still have more than one wife if we choose to marry a woman. Um, but you, uh, there is a condition. There's only you can only marry more than one person if you can uh, love them equally and treat them equally, which. Come on, most of us can't. So um, most 
Muslim men that do not have more than one wife. Nobody, and then, nobody I know in England personally has more than one wife. However, in the Middle East, I do know people who have more than one wife. Um, and is there a differentiation between, like, is that like a Sunni or like a Shi rule? No, Shia. Shi um, rule, Shia rule. Shia, yeah. So, uh, Sunnis and Shias, can, both of them, they can have um, You said Sunnis. Sunni, Yeah. So, like, in a British accent, Sunnis. it's pronounced... Sunnies. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you get... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, in a uh, stronger way. When you say it fast, it sounds like you're Sunny. saying the sunnies. Yeah, that, that is how we say it back home. Yeah. Sunnies and she has. And it feels like... I feel like you're going to say, like, the sunny and share. Not that I'm... Not me, you're not. I know. Yeah, no, I know. So much respect. The sunnies and shares. Yeah, yeah, so much respect. I'm part of the sunnies. Yeah. Oh, you are? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess that makes sense because you're from Pakistan. Your family's Pakistani. Yeah, they really are, yeah. Um, and from what I... Well, from what I think I learned, I think I learned that, like, Iran... Is mostly she. Shia. Shia. Okay, you know what? Here's the thing. We need to clear this up right here and right now, Tian. Yes. We've had this conversation. I'm going to tell you guys a little story about Uh-oh. Tian and I. So we were minding our own business this one day in the back of the car in Atlanta. Well, and I was telling Tani about Dr. James Galvin, who you guys may know from two episodes of Getting Curious, who's the director of Islamic studies at UCLA. And I really respect him and I like him a lot. And he speaks... Uh, Fasi? Arabic? He speaks... I'm not okay. trying to be racist. I'm just yeah, not smart. No, please, or no, I'm not, I, I, yeah. I don't know which one. I don't, okay, but he seems okay. like one of six. Okay. So, but Do I you know said, where he's from. That he's he's American, but he lived in Damascus. He's like a professor of Islamic oh um, history. Gosh. Maybe, but he lived in Damascus. Fossey. But he he lived in Damascus for like ten or fifteen years. Okay. Probably um, so, I had him on the first episode ever. Getting curious, and that was to tell me what's the difference between Sunni and Shi Muslims, and why don't they love Can each I other? Can I stop you? I love that. That was your first episode. That was I my love first that episode. You were curious about that. I've been curious about that forever because I'm like, that. I'm like, why are people upset? Like, why? Yeah. What's the deal? Um, and, you know, I think so many religions are really beautiful. I think that the writing of yeah. the writings of them are really beautiful, and so yeah. I've I've never been um, I, I've never been yeah, yeah or like scared of like one particular yeah. one. Um, so. Uh, but I said, so that was the title of the episode. And he said, well, he's like, let me stop you right there. Like, you say it, it's pronounced Shia. Yeah. And, and it's Shia. the way you say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't, but then he says that when you, you know, you speak the language or whatever, it's like a, it's like a Shia, like a Shia, or it's yeah, like that thing Shia. that you do yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But when I say it in American, you can say Shia. So I think I would, I feel more correct saying she than saying Shia. <laughs> Because when I say Shia, I feel yeah. like I'm saying like Shea butter or like yeah, Shia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm closer saying Shia. Actually, can I can I correct you on this, please? Uh-huh. So uh, it's spelt S H I I T. Yes. Um, some people the E, some people don't. Okay, oh, I think I said Shiite. Yes, exactly. That's what what our conversation was. So you had said Shiite, and then he said, No, it's not Shiite. You don't include the T. It's Shia. Yeah, and then yeah. I was like, why do we want to do that? And he's like, it's like Western culture because it's like Mennonite. Yes. Like, well, yes. It's, it's like, it's like, it's like you want to put, yeah. like, you see that and you like want to put yes. it there or whatever. Yes. So, so when I say, Shia. so I just need to, Shia. Shia. Yes. Shia. That's the way we say it. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Oh, I'm glad that we cleared that up. Yeah. Um, so that's cute. So I ran, whatever, we don't need to talk about that because I'm way more interested in you. Oh, um, all right. I Thanks. am. However, uh, there is something that you do ask a lot about and I wish I had more information for you than this, but I do love that you're interested in Pakistani politics and I don't want this to be a political um, chat because I don't well, know a lot. Well, it's not up to you, Tan. <laughs> because I don't know a lot of, about Much, politics. you know, if you've learned one thing about me, a yeah. lot of our relationship is like when I choose to leave your house, yes. when I choose to invite yes. myself over to your yes. house, <laughs> when I choose to FaceTime you at the same time yeah. every day, I mean, even, even though, even though I'm at the, the gym. gym. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 
um, I just do what I do, and you you're do like, I you get so you, you to get me what I can get when you can you're willing to give it to me. You can be as political as you want. However, I'm not informed as informed as you are. You're more informed no. than I am. In uh, and of I ways. should be for sure about Pakistani politics. However, one thing I am very proud of about Pakistan is that we were the first Muslim nation to have a woman in power, and that was like in the early '90s. Whose name was Benazir Bhutto, who we love. Yes. How do you say it with your Benazir Bhutto? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. And <laughs> um, so I think another. Thing Thing that people don't know about um, you and I is that actually we grew up together in the outskirts of Surrey. Oh my gosh! If you start to lose your accent um, during this, stay strong, baby. Um, like, no, you know, on, you, you know, growing up, growing up in um, actually where we really come from <laughs> is where we really, really come from is actually um, <laughs> where, where are we? Literally, Yorkshire. where are we from? You know, Yorkshire, of course, of course, and that, oh. but that's actually the name of the county. Yorkshire oh. is the name of the county. Yes, of course. Well done. Okay, he did just learn this two days ago. No, You know what? I told I just, you I just, if you could just suspend some disbelief for a moment and um, just be all right with the fact that I grew up with you in Yorkshire, <laughs> yes. the county that yes. I've always known was the yes. county and I never referred no, to as a city not. ever. Definitely not until two so days. So tell yes. me about our upbringing together in Yorkshire. So we had, you'll remember this, of course, we had the most lovely little childhood in Doncaster. In, oh yeah, in Doncaster. That's yeah. where we come from. And then we went to uh, Allcross High School, which is the same one as Louis from One Direction. You remember that, right? Wow, that high, our high school has come out with so many superstars. <laughs> Super, stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> Superstars, um, myself, yourself, <laughs> and, and Louis from um, Louis from uh, One, One Direction, G. of course. Yeah, so so yeah, many G. of us, a whole three of us, um, and uh, and it was a really quiet. And town. what sports did we did we play any sports? We did. We, remember, we played football for a while, which is what you guys call soccer. Yes, this is. You we, were we forward, or you were a goalie. I can't goalie. remember. You were. Go- we played. Were you really that, goalie, I really was a goalie because I was small and I was fast. Oh my yeah. god, Tenny, do yeah. you have any stories of an epic save from like an epic game that no, you once did? I, I let everyone pass because I was crap at soccer. Oh, no. All I wanted to do was go home and play with my Barbies. <gasps> I loved Barbies too, Tanny. Okay. okay, so did you have something called Cindy's here? Cindy's and Barbies? Do you know what that is? I, no, Maybe Cindy's no Barbies. the English one. Um, well, I can't believe that I forgot about Cindy's where we come from. <laughs> so tell, <laughs> tell me about how we forgot. play with Cindy's. So, I, so weirdly, so my dad was super competitive with his brother. And his brother had kids who were my age. And one of them was my, uh, my female cousin. And we were both seven. And for her seventh birthday, she got a Barbie house. Um, and my dad was the eldest in his family and his brother was the second. And they were so, so competitive that even though it was clearly a product for a girl, back in the day, it was seen as a girl's product. My dad, the next, a couple of months later, it was my birthday. He went and got me a Barbie's house that was twice the size of hers. And instead of just one Barbie, he got me like 10 Barbies. I had a full on Barbie life going on. He did not at any point think that's a little bit strange to do this for my son. Well, he was more like concerned about beating his brother than thinking about like what yeah, that meant for like your identity exactly. or whatever. It was so weird. And I remember thinking, he used to say every now and then like, stop crossing your legs because he wanted to encourage me to be more masculine. And I'm like, you got me a Barbie house. Who are you to tell me to uncross my legs? So... Your dad got you this gorgy Barbie or this yeah. gorgy Barbie house because really he just wanted to beat his little brother's yes. uh, daughter, who I almost yes. just called like a rude name, but then I remember that that's your cousin, yeah, and so we love Ness. her and we love her. Yeah, we love her. I was thinking about like that little like whatever, but this, we love her. She's we a cousin. Her. She's I just great. heard the competitive part. I thought that I hated her, but then yeah, I forgot no, that she's our. Like we I like her. That she's actually like I grew up with her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I grew oh, up. Yeah, with you her. remember? Yeah, we went to school together. Yeah, of course. We um yeah. Um so uh so how 
when did you start to suspect that you were maybe like a little baby off. gay? A little off. Um, Not uh, off, no, on. My, no, my culture calls it off. Like my dad would say you're a little off. Yeah, but my culture, <laughs> our culture, our, culture. our big gay yes. culture calls it on. Yeah. Full, oh, is that really? Okay, no, we, oh, I just made it well, up. I love that. Okay. But we're not going to hurt our We're yes. starting a thing. We should say that. Absolutely. Sorry, when did you know so, that you were one? one? When did you know it was yeah. one? <laughs> yeah. When did you know that you were going to be my okay. gorgeous, the, fat teacher of a button? It's going to be one. Yes. I would, honestly, do you know, people ask that a lot, a lot, and I, and I never know how to answer that because I don't remember ever feeling off. Thank you. And I remember, I never remember a time when I thought I'm into women. I always felt into boys. Did you ever See, have I, that? Well, no, I, but I just remember being like in kindergarten and like when other little boys would like chase little girls around, yeah. I was always like kind of hanging with the girls and chasing yeah. boys and yeah. wanting to push them down. Exactly. Exactly. So it never was a, a case of, okay, from this age, I started to feel different. I was never one of those boys who was into girls. And then one day it changed. I always Well, knew. what I'm more asking, I'm not asking if you're into girls. I'm more of asking like, when did when you consciously- yeah, like when did you like like I remember one time this is intimate, but I was yeah. going to the bathroom. Yeah. Um I was sitting yes. there having one a, or two. Oh, I was sitting there having a thing. Yes, you were. Um two. and it dawned on me, thanks for clarifying. <laughs> um uh, but it dawned on me that I was like it like it literally just like came to me and I was like <gasps> I was like because well yeah and it like that like like the ramifications of like what that was gonna mean okay so like that, came, came, sorry, like yes, that was like and for me that was like in maybe fifth or sixth grade and I was like oh my god like I'm yeah. gonna have to tell people someday and like what does this mean for like the ease okay. of my life like that's when I was like what does this mean mm-hmm. you know in a larger scale okay so that is a, if you're referring to that then maybe when I was like thirteen and, and I, you were thirteen in what year thirteen in grade eight. Uh, grade eight isn't two thousand and one. Uh, no, that was uh, oh, I would have been. That was like nineteen ninety five. Nine. You were not in eighth grade in nineteen ninety five. You're like eighth one year grade. older than me, Tan. Wait, was I in nineteen ninety nine? In two thousand and one, I was in ninth grade. What year were you born? Eighty five. Eighty three. What? Yeah. You're uh, four years older than me. Yeah. That's hot. Uh, yeah, right? Ooh, you're kind of a little daddy. <laughs> yeah, I remember we go Wait, to so school. Wait, so maybe you were... Uh, we go to school way earlier than you. So no, we, you don't, Tanny. Not in the UK. Oh, well, you were in the UK. You know, we start nursery at three, kindergarten at three, and then we're in... <laughs> School at four. Tan, that is an absolute ball face lie. This is worse than England, you, This is worse than the time when uh, you had the nerve to tell me that Z was pronounced Z in British. It's true. I know it is. You I'm should know. I know. I'm kidding, um, I'm kidding. Okay, anyone that's back home, I do want you to comment at some point when you hear this and just let um, Jonathan know that this is true. We do go to. So what time do you graduate high school? Sixteen. You, we can we can either do it fifteen or sixteen. Wow. Yeah, and that's why we go to college earlier. Yeah, you so, go to college earlier. Sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Again, you're from England. You should know this. I forgot you a lot. <laughs> You've forgotten a lot. Um, so yeah, so I was, uh, God knows how old, I think it was 13 and I was in grade eight and I remember looking at this boy, can I say his name or no? Yeah. <gasps> his name was Ricky Agar and I loved him so much. Okay, so it was the first time, it was in summer and he, we were playing uh, basketball outside and he took his shirt off. <gasps> and it was the first time I'd really seen a boy with his shirt like, off. Like, you are a sinewy tall oh glass of water. Gosh. And now when I think about it, it was a 13-year-old boy, so this is disgusting. But he was so beautiful. Like, his skin was glistening. It was shiny. Uh, and I just thought, I want to marry him. And that was the first time I thought, wait, I want to marry a boy. That's bizarre. Uh-huh. And, I, and I didn't see any other outcome. 
I didn't think, oh, well, I've got to quash that because I've got to marry a girl at some point. I never, ever thought that. I just thought he will be my husband one day. By hook or by crook, he will be my husband. Yeah, I, like, definitely never tried to fight that. Like, no, either. never. It was like, it was like I, I love, I am so digmatized right now. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. And, and there are many kids, people who I know, who, who thought, I want to fight it. My husband being one of them, he thought, I'm going to fight this, I'm going to fight it, I'm going to pray for it to go away. And I did to a certain extent. I used to pray that it went away, but... I knew it wasn't. I, I never really did. I guess I was like a little scared, but I was like, I love that dick. <laughs> I hope she doesn't take away my love of dick, honey. I hope this goddess doesn't take it away. Why would you bestow me with such a gift just to rip it out of my gorgeous <laughs> yeah, eyes? You're absolutely right. But being as religious as my family was, I was like, oh shit, this spells trouble. Oh my God, you guys, we have to take a really quick break. Uh, we'll be more with Gorgeous Tan France and the gorgeous <laughs> um, star of um, Netflix's Queer Eyes, the fashion person. He's a groom. He's from the United Kingdom. He's absolutely gorgeous. Um, his body's sickening, face sickening. <laughs> I'm quad sickening. I'm I just, you know, sick. We'll be right back in a gorgeous way. We'll be right back with more getting curious after this. So Tan, that really was a gorgeous exploration of um something that has no chronological time order. We jumped no, all over the place and there really isn't a rhyme that's or reason. Around, around about right that's you. why that's how I work. <laughs> yes, um, it is. So I like that. So basically, so you kind of never really tried to fight it, and that's what we were talking about. Yeah. Um, did, you, did you ever think, even for a second, maybe I need to try and find a way when I'm older to maybe make it work with a girl? No, no right? No, I, I never did. Um, and not to, I ask the questions around. Oh here. shit, that's how this works. Yeah, I ask questions. Ah, but I appreciate your asking <laughs> questions. So, um, but so for you, you know, you never really fought it. And then when did you, did you ever have to have a conversation with your parents or your family? Or like, was that like a hard for you? I mean, obviously I'd imagine like being a Pakistani descent and like, what was that, what was that like? So here's the thing. So we, although we're Pakistani, we were born and raised in the UK. So we, we were torn. We had really Western ideals because we were, that's all we knew really. But we were entrenched in this culture that is a little more archaic. Because your mom and dad were born in Pakistan, were they? They were. They came over when they were really, really young. Both of them were under 10 years old. So they know the, the British culture really well. And the funny thing is, is that we weren't really raised super, super strict Muslim. We just, it was in the periphery. We'd go to mosque and... Like and every... Set. Every day. Every day. We'd go to mosque That's every day lot. after school. Yeah, so after school we'd go... What's like the church for... Or what's um, obviously a, a, a mosque, like, yeah. but like what's Sunday? Like, you know, like Sunday, like most like God, Christians... Friday. Friday. Cute. It was this Friday, of course, and, and we call it Jumma, Jumma. Um, so, so you go to Jumma? Yeah, uh, not anymore. No, we're not the best anymore. But yes, normally most practicing Muslims do. And I did it until recently. So I would, um, so I, we would go to school and then we'd have half an hour break and then we'd go to mosque every day. And this was from age four or five to 15. Um, so that was a lot for kids. We weren't really allowed to have a social life outside of that. It wasn't encouraged. Um, but we were, we were raised, other than that, we were raised very, very westernized. And so... I was torn because I knew that I could live this life. I could choose to live the life that I wanted. I, I could date whoever I wanted, but I had to basically get permission. You often ask who gave permission. I do. In my culture, we do need permission from our families to be able to live the life that we want. Um, our lives are not our own lives. Um, they are based on the community, our families. is It's a lot more community driven than just a singular person. So uh, when I came out, I came out to my sister when I was 17. She was the first person I told. She cried and cried and cried as if somebody had passed away. And that's quite common. Um, she had to go through a bereavement process and, and realize that the life that she had planned for me was 
was never going to come to fruition. Um, but then shortly after that, she got used to it. The only thing was, was that I wasn't allowed to talk about my new life. New life, and I've got air quotes. She understood, but it was against religion, so don't talk about it. So it's like, it. don't bring her your boyfriend home. Never. Don't ever address this life that you're now living. And then I told my And how brother, old were you then? 16. And then I told my brother about a year or so later, one of my brothers a year or so later. Then I told my mom a couple of years later. And it was always the agreement that, yes, okay, we understand that you can't, you can't control this. You've always been a little different. We, we didn't know what it was. Now we understand. However, you can live the life that you want, but never, ever bring it home. Never talk about it. And that's it. what, that was your mom's response too? Yes. Um, and so that was the case. So up until literally... But then what about your dad? My dad passed away when I was 13. Um, so yeah, so uh, yeah, he um, he didn't know. And I spoke spoken to my mom since. I was like, do you think he had an inkling? She was like, no, we just, we didn't know what it was called back in the day. We just, you, you were different. We didn't know what that meant. Was that... Um, you know, like in AJ's episode, not to like, you know, reference our mm-hmm. work, but like, was that, did that feel, did that like strike you deeper, like watching him go through that or even like Remy losing his dad? But I, but I can't remember. If Actually, I, what I will say is so their experience was different because they were already close with their fathers. I wasn't very close with my dad. Um, we were already disconnected. He was a lot more cultural. I was a lot more westernized. And so, yeah, we weren't super close. And he died at such a young age where our relationship was kind of tough. Uh, so, and and also, when I came out, I did feel somewhat relieved thinking, I'm so glad I don't have to have this conversation with my dad. If my dad was still around, I definitely wouldn't be living the life that I, that I do now. Or if I were to, it definitely wouldn't be as peaceful as it is now. Um, I probably wouldn't have any contact with my family. I would have had to have, uh, they would have disowned me. I'm almost positive. Um, so yeah, it makes it easier that I didn't have to come out to my dad. My mom's a lot more easygoing than my dad was. Um, and so I told them uh, uh, that I was gay and I wasn't allowed to talk about it. And I had gotten married in the ta- that time. I'd, I'd been with my husband for 10 years. And up until literally three, four months ago until December, I never talked about my my marriage, my relationship. What? Yeah, he was so never So you got married to home. Robin, none of your family knew They yet. all knew. I told them I was getting married, but they said, okay, that's all we need to hear. They didn't want to know his name. They didn't, they didn't come. Know. They did not come. So who was at your wedding? Uh, his family and a couple of my closest friends. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. And so, uh, so only when I, the show was about to come out, I told my family, hey, something's about to come out. And for the first time ever, you're going to see what my life is. Um, and I said that I'm not going to stop doing this. This is the life that I've chosen. And you either accept me for who I am finally, or I'm no longer, I can no longer be part of your lives. So has your like brothers and sisters met Rob at this point? Still not. I'm not ready for it yet. So since then, they've they've watched the show. They didn't want to watch the show. Can I, can I go into this? Yeah, one? of course. Okay. So they didn't want to watch the show because they thought, they thought that with it being called Queer Eye, that it was a gay conversion program. Oh. So I was trying to go around the country and encourage people to be homosexual, which is, that's which is a that great idea what it is, for a TV Dan. show. It's a great well, idea I think, they hit, I think they hit the nose on the head. <laughs> yes, they did. they did. They were very smart about it. Um, but when they wa- finally watched the show, Curiosity killed them and they, they couldn't control Or gave it them life. Curiosity yes. gave them life. Yes, yes, yes. So mm-hmm. beforehand they said they weren't going to watch the show. But then so many of my extended family members had seen it so they finally watched the show and they said oh my gosh it's so much better than we ever expected you made us so proud you you're just who you are I think their worry was that I was going to be somebody else in my personal life that I was going to be I don't know super sexualized super flamboyant so I think that they were just so concerned that I wasn't going to be who they knew and who who they loved so I think watching the show gave them an opportunity to see me uh, doing what I do but 
being the, exactly the same person they've always known their whole lives. Um, and so our relationship has changed so much the last few months. Now they ask about Rob every time we Skype and they literally never said his name before. For 10 years, they'd never used his name. So now it's a very strange feeling having a conversation with them over Skype and they actually have seen uh, him on FaceTime and that's a very strange process. So, you know, me watching you say that, I get... Um Oh my god, I'm like literally emotional. I never this summer happens to me. I host a show. Um, today I was getting asked a lot about what it feels like having such an outpouring of support on social media. And I was saying how it's something that like I don't let myself sit in. Like the, I don't let myself sit in that praise and I don't seek it out and I don't like undulate in it too long because I'm very Maybe not very concerned is too strong to put on it, but it's like I don't want the positive um, affirmations from people to um, change the way I feel about myself. And and I don't know if that's because sitting in that self-love or that self-appreciation feels like I don't know what makes me feel scared of it or like why sitting in something good feels yeah. scary. But yeah. watching you sit in something that's like so gorgeous mm-hmm. for you feels so good. But like have you had a chance to like – sit in that new reality and like how does that make you feel knowing that like you know you very gently and patiently like kind of you know got Mm -hmm. these people in your family to come around and then you know more widely like you are this you know I I can't think of any other gay Muslim men that are like living this publicly and this out and what has the response been like that for you and how and like can you feel it because I feel like kind of numb yeah almost from it yeah Uh, for me it's been First, firstly, having my family understand me and accept me for who I am finally after they've known for 17, 18 years now is is a really strange and wonderful feeling for them. For me to actually be able to use my husband's name feels really powerful now. Um, and the messages I get from people all over the world, but in particular the Middle East um, and Asia is is really nice. I know you said you don't like to sit in that and, and it, it can give you an icky feeling. For me, it feels so beautiful to get messages from people saying, I see a version of myself on TV for the first time ever. I've been able to turn to my uh, family member, sorry, my family member and say, uh, uh, to say to say to them, I'm gay, is really powerful. Like this has never been done before. Like I've never seen a version of this on on TV and and it's so I used to be so jealous of white people thinking oh my god how nice it must feel to be able to use your partner's name just something as simple as that to be able to say this is who my partner is even if you, they haven't met your partner even if you decide not to keep that partner just being able to have the freedom for and it's not all white people I know it's not that's an over over generalization but I, I do think it's easier to be to come out as a, a white person uh, in, in many cities in the US. I know not the case in, in the Midwest uh, or many other places. Um, I don't know. I'm, tr- I'm trying to defend uh, my comments, but I do. Uh, maybe that is how I truly feel. I do feel like it's easier to come out um, as a Caucasian person in, in America or in the UK. Um, and so sitting there watching as a Middle Eastern, as a, as a Pakistani man, Watching uh, that, I, I was so envious as a kid thinking I would love to be able to just be honest with my family or my friends. And it's not that easy. And especially if you're a kid in the Middle East where it's so much harder than even I have it in the in the UK or in the US. I just know how I would have felt if I could look at the TV and say to my family, watch this show and you might finally understand who I am. That feels really nice, Jonathan. And I know that it's hard for you to, to receive those positive affirmations. And I totally get why you say that. But for me, it feels so nice. 
I love it. It feels so nice. Um, and it, it's not that it makes me feel icky. It makes me, can. I don't want everyone's like outpouring of love to delude how I see myself. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's how what I meant. Yes, I do. It, I like do it feels like, that. you know, to be so that. heavily praised yeah. when like I am, you know, just like a kid trying to do the best I can with yeah. what I know. And, yeah. you know, you know, like that's the part. Like I just don't want to have like an inflated sense of self. That's the part that makes me feel icky, not Agre- the praise itself. Agreed, agreed. And uh, yes, uh, and, and I feel the same way. I don't, uh, but when people, somebody asked me in an interview yesterday, how does it feel to be a role model? I definitely don't feel like a role model. I'm just doing a job and I'm being visible. And, and that is all I ever want to do. I, I will never profess to be somebody's role model. I just, I do love the luxury of being in a position where I can be myself, though. That feels really powerful as a Pakistani Muslim. Yeah. I also think, you know, you don't have to defend your comments. I think it's like people of color and uh, non-POC people, like, need to feel, you know, safe to express things how they want. And I... Could very much see how, like, being a person of color living in this world, you would think that it was, like, very much easier for a non-person of color to, like, come out of the closet, especially, yeah. you know, in the Western world. Yeah. Um, I don't think that that is—I think that it's, like, a generalization, but I think it it's one that's probably true. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure there are some, like, little white kids in the middle of, of Montana, like, in a fucking real fucked up place yeah. that are, like—but I think that, um, you know, on the whole, mm-hmm. that is very extremely true. Mm-hmm. Um but I love that I love that we can have that conversation. I think that's Me gorgeous. Um, I've never talked about any of this on any interviews. You know, I usually avoid these conversations, and you're the only one I'm comfortable enough to talk about this. With, so oh, Tan, so I really. Uh, um, well, these are touchy things. Yeah, and I also think you know, like since I've met or since we've met, um, you know, like this is a whole new experience. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole new. Um, Different world. And, you know, also, um, for us specifically, I mean, this is like, uh, I mean, this is like kind of like, well, not like a shitty thing, but it, we have very much been there for each other in we some have. of like our very much hardest times. Yes, we have. Um, so I think that's like very special. Thank, I thank you for trusting me to, but I didn't even mean to chat about that. I just, yeah. we chat about what we chat about. Yeah. Um, and it, these are conversations that we have in our regular life too. I mean, we've talked about these things at, at many times. Well, religion and our different upbringings, even though I know we were both raised in Yorkshire, we, uh, <laughs> we did have very different experiences. Um, uh, we have to wrap up in in a short amount of time. Um, favorite British Bake Off contestant? Oh my gosh. Easy. Nadia. Of course. Of course. And have you seen, obviously, of I know course I have. The, uh, great, oh, the it's a great British, British family baking show. No, 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 no. It's Cooking Showdown or something. Cooking Showdown or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to say, yeah. we've had this conversation about You don't this. like a certain person. I don't dislike <gasps> her. I just... You don't think she she adds to it? Nadia could do it herself. I just feel like Nadia could carry that. Agreed. Zoe Ball, if you ever listen to this, you are, she is a national treasure, as you will remember, because her father, Michael Ball, was also a national treasure. However, I love them. Yeah. However, Nadia... I just love Nadia, Nadia more. Nadia absolutely could carry that show I just on love her, on Nadia her more. I think she's formidable. And the fact that a hijabi Muslim woman won a national TV program in the UK... And if you guys don't know what hijabi means, that means a woman that wears a gorgeous hijab. Hijabi, yeah. A hijab is what they wear over That's like a gorgeous headscarf, yeah. Yes. And a niqab is when you a can cross. only see your eyes. eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cute. It's really cute. Um, favorite color? Oh, I know that they Spit say it it's out. not a color, but black. Oh, cute. Love. Yeah, always. It's a presence of all colors. Yeah. So you love them all. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you feel like you'd like people to oh know? Oh my gosh, I wish there was something I, I wanted. 
everybody to know just that I have so much love for you you'll never understand Tanny I mean I tell you that all the time but I do I love you too yeah you've become one of my best friends in like a year which is insane it usually takes me years and years to become friends with it's, this close to people it's probably like something like 14 months or no but it's I'm just thinking days I'm like oh it's god like 1400 or no like not 14 like like 380 or something I can't do fast math you know me 386 <laughs> hours 600 <laughs> minutes gorgeous how do gorgeous. you measure that's also something I'm blown away about is your beautiful singing voice I, know, I, I don't really know how you don't have a record contract I know um, I'm always like begging Bobby to sing with me more because I know that he's like dying to do a duet he's with me I think it'd be so beautiful with you. I don't know why nobody ever asked me to sing my singing voice is gorgeous it's like really beautiful Almost as good as yours. Um, so, Tan, do you have like a gorgeous website or something you want people to go to? Or do you have anything you want to plug? Is there anything gorgeous? Just, I mean, the only thing is Instagram because I feel like that's where you get to see mostly the true version of me. Well, um, that link will be on this. And Tan, thank you so much for giving me your time and coming to talk to me. I love you so much. much. I love you too, baby. Thank you. You've been listening to Getting Curious with me, Jonathan Benes. My guest this week was Tan France. You'll find links to Tan's work and socials in the episode description of the show. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at JVN. Our theme music is Freak by Quinn. Thanks to her for letting us use it. If you enjoyed our show, then please tell your friends about us. Get them to subscribe, honey, please. Or make them whatever. Or just grab their phone and subscribe for them. And if they download it, that's their business. Um, and also, will you leave us a review on iTunes? You guys have really been doing such a good job of that, but it's music to my ears. My eyes love it. All my senses love your reviews, as long as they're cute. So give it to us, honey. Write a review. We love it. <laughs>